0: Anime Alley may contain content with sex, violence, inappropriate language, spoilers, and too many opinions. This show isn't for kids. But then again, neither is most anime. So did you guys hear about how Bruno Mars threw a towel at someone in Japan and she thought it was a gift? What? (laughs) (laughs) It's such a strange... Yeah, so there was a a concert that Bruno Mars was doing in Japan, and he had thrown a towel at a Japanese fan because she was filming or taking photos, and he had thrown the towel at her to, like, you know, stop recording, or just stop recording, Uh, and (laughs) she thought it was a gift. (laughs) So she, like, kept it, like, oh, like, this is an endearing gift.
1: Wow. Okay. But it was
0: really just... I guess that's
2: better than taking it as an insult.
0: Yeah, but that's not what it was meant for. (laughs) Hello, everyone, and thank you for listening to Anime Alley. I am your host, Charlotte, or Charlotte Ariel, and today I have two guests with me. Uh, On my one side, I have Brendan.
1: The friend. The
0: friend, and then the other one is Jason.
1: The boyfriend. (laughs) The boyfriend.
0: (laughs) I drag him to do all of these things with me I make him, but he's very good about it.
1: Pat, I, do the, I do the best I can.
0: <laughs> so, uh, as you guys know, if you're listening to this, um, you may or may not be a former fan of Anime Alley. Uh, we are part of Anime Ushi, a website that I run, um, along with a couple of other writers. And we're just essentially a website catering to anime, manga uh, fans, uh, including those um, who are fans of Korean media as well as Japanese media. And we took a break grown into something else, and I want to kind of do a little bit of a different format. Previously, for those of you who have not listened, we would just take a series from the season, so each each year there's different seasons of anime, spring, summer, fall, winter, and we'd mm-hmm. get a series each week, and we would talk about it, full of spoilers, and while that was an okay format to start with. I realized that not everybody wants to listen to a series uh, in its entirety, essentially. They want to just watch it. So instead of talking about it in fully, we just kind of want to review it. Now we just kind of want to discuss current events and we just kind of want to get everybody together, friends and family, and just talk it out. And that's essentially what the show is going to be about now.
1: Lots so- of talking.
0: Yeah, lots, lots of, of talking. talking. So, I mean, thank you so much, everybody, for listening to Anime Alley. Thank you for uh, listening to our new and improved show. And I really hope you guys enjoy it. Okay. So, so how about that, though? Um, <laughs> I want to hear your thoughts. I mean, it's
2: it's kind of funny to think that, you know, something that was meant as an insult mm-hmm. would be... Then considered as a gift, you know, or, you know, the artist obviously didn't want to be, you know, recorded or photographed or anything like that. Yeah, but so he did something technically, you should never do as a celebrity, in my opinion, you should never, especially if you're at a at a concert, or anywhere where you are performing. I don't think the artist should behave, you know, in a negative manner, I think it should be always welcomed. Mm-hmm. You know, to to an extent, to an extent.
0: Well, he essentially wanted them to stop filming and just enjoy the concert. I don't think he was upset at the fact that they were filming him because, let's face it, everybody's going to film no matter what. It's right. just yeah. going to happen.
1: That's what I, I'm, I'm curious if he ever came out or if he comes out with a statement. Um, if it had anything to do with the fact she was filming or that he wanted her to just be in the moment and actually enjoy like enjoy rather, the show rather than you know focusing on a recording yeah i mean i see that a lot at electronic shows where there's just tons of people with phones out and they're not really feeling the music they're not in they it should. they're just yeah. observing
0: well i am reading this right here and it says bruno mars is well known for asking fans to put their phones down and enjoy the concert yeah, live as good. shown in this video compilation Woo!
1: Good. so good
0: for him i i'm a firm believer in that as well but I also am a firm believer in you're a human being and you can do whatever you want you paid for this ticket so sure
2: yeah if you want to savor the moment for you know years to come I believe that you should be allowed to record it without mm-hmm. without at least getting like negative feedback from the artist
1: I, I just don't know why people don't wise up and instead of using a phone wear a wear a GoPro on your head so you can or, enjoy yeah. the show and film it while you're there I yeah mean, or strap it to your head. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's exactly it. Like, it, it'd it be great to just have the ability Watch to it record yourself, it, but also be in yeah, it. Yeah, but be in it at the same mm-hmm. time. Yeah. Super important. I, I would agree.
0: And music is such a huge thing in Japan, more so than film and television. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's almost a religion out there. I, I would say that uh, number one would definitely be, like, anime and manga as the main source of media, followed by music. And even that, it's probably, like, a head-to-head right now. More and more, you see idol groups coming out, boy bands, female bands, uh, all sorts of genres. It's becoming—I guess it already has been—but it's becoming kind of culty, <laughs> I guess. Well,
2: yeah, I—I I would definitely say like cult following. Yeah, in not a in a
1: non-negative term,
0: right? Not meaning it—it it is a cult, but they just yeah, have such an following. influence. It's dedicated, you know. Right.
1: Well, dedicated yeah, fans, Japanese listeners. Are much more. Um, I don't. know. I don't loyal. Know term... Yeah, I mean they're loyal. No, it's, it's a dedication. It's, yeah, they're they they are they are much more hardcore fans of things than a lot of other people are. Yeah, different
2: cultures, especially. Right. I think it's. I think it actually does come down to you know the way that Japanese children are raised. It's it's a stricter, you know, or
0: more disciplined.
2: Yeah, it's a more disciplined culture than say we are usually here in america it you know i think it also happens throughout like you know uh development you
1: you learn loyalty and it it's an it's a nation of collecting things too like people there really like to collect so you're just naturally going to get more diehard fans Mm -hmm. uh than you would maybe here
0: the merchandise is strong Uh, yes it is I mean, That's I. Crazy. You can
2: merchandise anything, but I think yeah. Japanese merchandise it goes it takes us to a different. Oh, yeah.
0: wholeheartedly. Yeah. As someone who has been to Japan in the heart of Shibuya at the Animate Store, I can attest that they the merch is strong over there. It's great. Oh yeah. I love it. And merch, it's all
1: good. Merch too. everywhere. Most of the merch there is just the best quality too.
0: I mean, from anything, including paper. You could get a single piece of paper with your favorite character on it, and it's like $10. Yeah. Or 10 yen, excuse so me. So it's
1: basically a print. A very mm-hmm. consumer-heavy society.
0: And speaking of heavy merchandise, have you guys heard of this new thing, virtual reality? Have you guys heard of that? you know what virtual reality yes, is? Yes, yeah? I have heard of it. This little thing?
1: Like uh, an Oculus? I have nothing to comment on that <laughs> question.
0: <laughs> so uh, in Japan right now, I don't... I think it's uh by Sega. They're basically offering women a chance to take part in a wedding ceremony with one of three handsome anime-style men via <laughs> virtual reality. So you can literally get married in the VR world.
1: Well, what's the
2: legality of that? I mean, <laughs> it's a I, simulation. Yeah, I mean, it's obviously a simulation, so it can't be. Yeah, reality. I was going to say like, I was like you got to be shitting. Even me. out of the all of the odd things that people have married you know, yeah. you, there are multiple television shows aired here in America that show people marrying weird things like trains or buildings or the earth. <laughs> yeah, the earth <laughs> or a tree. Uh, and, I mean, it's so, common. It, so ridiculous. Th- and that's what's strange. But the simulation, I mean, I guess it could also be used for people who may be nervous about like a wedding ceremony, you know, if mm-hmm. they are you know, currently sure. engaged. And I guess it could be used as, <laughs> I guess to relieve anxiety, but I still think it's well, a little strange. you
0: guys know about what's going on in Japan where marriage is happening less and less now right. because men find it kind of annoying of women that they just want presents and they want to be taken care of. And women don't want to date actual men because they find them disgusting. And I mean,
2: well, men are disgusting. men are disgusting. They are. <laughs> we, we are
1: disgusting.
0: <laughs> but look at these. Look at these handsome men. So you have this beautiful ginger boy that you can marry. It's, his name is. Where's what's his name? Well, Was I don't it know Henry his a name.
2: Spencer is that what it is?
0: A, yeah, yeah, a literal yeah, prince. Yeah, a literal from prince from Ojisama no Purpose Eternal Kiss, with an IQ of 200 and a perchant for teasing his lover. And so he's he, a
2: dick. I'm telling you if you if you have an IQ of 200 okay. you are not interested in anything else like it genius level IQ leads to it it's almost mm-hmm. like uh what would you say you become a dick
0: yeah <laughs> no
1: yeah uh, kind. he, he likes to, it, that is
0: such a rude thing he say.
1: goes out of his way to just tease that's mean he's a tease
0: well here's here's who i'm interested in date masamune who is an actual 16th century samurai warlord oh my
1: god so date go.
0: masamune has been reincarnated over and over again in many different games and anime including one of my favorites and goku basara
1: so he's a master of the Karma Sutra. I hope Gen- so. generations. Of I hope
0: so. Practice. Well, we all we all know about the virtual reality, like where you can participate in like sex with anime characters, like the girls you, that exists. You like yeah. him for the eye patch. I like him for the eye patch. Women <laughs> like
1: scars of battle.
0: We like battle scars, and especially he's still got such a pretty face.
1: Because they drew it that way. Do you think there could be Do you think there could be potential like repercussions for society for marrying or simulating marrying cartoon characters like maybe that'll generate an unrealistic expectation of a real person one day well, well it disney's done that for years yeah disney's done it for years they you know they
2: they put out men and women who it, are ridiculously a, good looking yeah ridiculously good looking uh you know the the perfect man and they've been doing it for almost a hundred years now. Disney's, Disney's consistently put out princes and princesses. that give an unreal expectation
1: for like a significant other. That's where parents should step in and be like, Hey, just so you know, you're not royalty. Yeah. This isn't (laughs) real. Yeah. Like kids need to know it's not real. I mean, there's nothing wrong with having high
2: expectations, you know, to a point. I agree. But when they become unrealistic expectations, I think that's when it actually will do harm.
0: Like, I'm a firm believer in standards, not being picky.
1: Standards, well, yeah, there is a difference. Yes. Between standards and being 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 yeah, it's not like that's like, like I'm picky. not this guy has the whole package except he doesn't have the beard I want. So now I'm not interested in him. Yeah, like, you that's can't, some picky shit. <laughs> yeah, you well
2: that's just
1: being shallow. Uh, oh I would, yeah. I absolutely. would consider that
2: just being shallow. Absolutely. Like if there's one thing that can't be offered but everything else is in any gender of significant other. I I don't believe that people should be able to do that. Yeah, no, it shouldn't. It, the, I believe that the unreal expectations that are a possibility possibly might be able to cause harm but
1: that that's a long that's a long way down the, the road there's people trying to marry pillows and stuff so no people have married I know that's people have that's, married their pillows that's yes. weird
0: there's even been people that married their car
2: people have married their car buildings trains like previously mentioned it, it it's very strange that so
0: i say if you want to virtually virtually marry do a hot anime do man it. do All it right. if i go to when i go to japan again i'm going to do it why not it'll be fun
1: It'll he'll, be fun. He'll never hurt your feelings.
2: <laughs> he'll never, he'll hurt never hurt my feelings. He'll never treat you bad. You know, no. I'm I'm actually wondering if the trend would catch on, like having like a marriage bar. You know, where you go in, you sit in <laughs> like a like a VR you know thing, and they do multiple you know VR ceremonies. At I mean, one that's time.
0: practically what this is. Like, you go to the facility and you get set up. You get to take a photo with a cardboard cutout and. <laughs> Yeah, you get to put the headset on and get to marry Date Masamune from 16th century Japan. Right on. (laughs) So interestingly enough, this is kind of a little bit of a heavier topic um, as far as samurai go. You guys know Rurouni Kenshin, Samurai X? You know about that? Of course. So... There was an issue that happened a few months back where the creator of Rooney Kenshin was caught with possession of child pornography. And I really don't want to spend too much time on this because I still want to talk about, you know, some anime series because that is what we are. We are Anime Alley. We just want to talk about some things that are going on currently. And this had me really disturbed because the series is starting back up again with the same writer, Nobuhiro yeah, yeah. Watsuki, and he was arrested with the child pornography with um, roughly about 100 DVDs and CDs from his own personal collection, and he even admitted that he liked girls between the ages of upper elementary school students to about second year of junior high, which is about between, what would you say, like 7 and 13 years?
1: I blame Japan.
0: Yeah?
2: Well... I don't blame.
1: I,
0: I can't
2: say that I would blanket, you know, an entire country because the, yeah. you know,
1: in, in I blame the Japanese anime industry. Uh, what like law and manga. manga and yeah, and absolutely. The There's style. so much promotion yeah. for that garbage. And
2: I, I mean, it's never. It's that is. It's disgusting and shouldn't. You know, should. But will always alive. be there. But you know, it is. It is a law in their country. Um, you know, age of consent is fourteen. Yeah. In Japan, so it's quite young expect, and it's taboo for us because obviously we grew up knowing that age of consent is 18. Um, so I mean, it, it's a little disturbing for us anyway, you know, to know that age of consent is yeah. much, so much younger. It's different and state to state, but still 14. Yes, same. Yeah. 14. And that, and that's a countrywide thing. Like, yeah, I, I guess it's just disturbing for us, but you know, being a Japanese citizen, you would obviously grow up, and that wouldn't be a taboo. 14 is age of consent. It's it's a legal age. And, but any younger than that, I would, I, it's wrong, for one. And he should not be allowed to keep creating. Well, I, and he, yeah.
0: in this situation, he was essentially given a slap on the wrist, uh, and there's a chance that his domestic fans might consider his arrest now to be water under the bridge, which I, I feel like there's a lo- there's a big issue with that as well as the incest that goes on in those countries. Um, again, it's definitely a culture shock. It is part of the their culture and their country, but I also feel that we're dawn. It's the dawn of a new age. This really needs to be taken accounted for you know you know i'm saying yeah
2: he needs to be taken accountable for exactly his actions like i mean he was admitting that he i mean he had possession Mm -hmm. so that his admittance doesn't exactly matter but he even admitted that he was you know sexually attracted to girls of a you know of a younger legal age than what's allowed in the country so i mean he's a criminal and it
0: so and I would bottom line, I would consider line, that a serious offense. Bottom line, do you think that he should be continued allowed to create because he is a criminal? But there's that blurred line where all criminals deserve to work.
2: Yeah, um, I don't think that they. I don't. I don't believe that any human being should ever have like a limit on what they can do. Yeah, it doesn't matter. You know, it doesn't matter what you've done or anything like that. I. They can never stop him from writing. Mm-hmm. My it's big,
1: impossible, yeah. My biggest issue with it wouldn't be anything to do with him being able to work. I, I mean, think it should. Fan he should be able to work to a point. But again, I'm blaming Japan here. Um, the fact that he got such a light sentence, which is essentially none, a slap on the wrist for child porn, basically a misdemeanor. What would you have here for that? I think That's I read that felony. he got 12 to 15 he was, years. He minimum? was charged
0: under two thousand dollars in American dollars.
1: That's absurd. Yeah. It is absurd. I mean, that's that's really surprising, and that kind of shows the patriarchal side of things because, especially it, in Japan. Yeah, I mean, if that with a with a law system there where you're guilty until proven innocent, mm-hmm. for him to get a slap on the wrist like that yeah. is abs- absurd. Obviously, there was some sort of maybe greased palms there or some favorite. Obviously, there's favoritism. Favoritism. Yeah. Um, so that's bad. I think that's really bad. It Yeah, I mm-hmm. it is definitely a, it's a it's a it's a
2: morally wrong thing to do. Yeah. And I think that's a universal feeling. Yeah. You know, that it's
1: And I think it's should, not okay. To he should st- that being said, he sh- should still have a, I mean, a he, right to work. Yeah, nobody can ever stop him. Yeah. From I mean doing if you do, if you're mad about him working, then don't yeah, contribute don't, to
2: his work. Don't yeah, watch his stuff. Don't watch it, don't read it. Yeah. And, I mean if it upsets you, don't watch it, don't read it. But of course there will always be people who will because yeah. they they like they like the art more than they like the artist so
1: yeah I, so I think essentially
0: that- the announcement noted when he announced that he was returning um or shonen i believe announced it uh noted that he is living a life of reflection and atonement but that um they decided he and i believe his editor decided that continuing the manga to answer the desires of fans was a matter of duty so i guess this is a sense of that Uh, Honor, I suppose, and that duty—that duty you need to to finish what you started. And
1: I think that's all preference to person to person because some people can easily separate an artist's. From the art, uh, yeah, from the art, they can they can separate their work from their personal life. Yeah, some people can't. I know some people who don't like watching movies of certain actors because of maybe their political, the political views, views or, or mm-hmm. some you know, weird thing like that, or their or, moral values. Yeah, or or they did like some. Yeah. Also, maybe ex criminal. Yeah, but so again, it just comes down to if you want to protest that, then you just don't watch. You the have stuff. the right
2: to do it. Yeah,
1: but right of choice is much much more important. Yeah. Than then a single, I, yeah, definitely the,
2: the art of, you know, the, your right of choice is definitely more important than what you may feel, you know, towards the artist. Yeah. I, I think that I is agree. definitely.
0: Well, like, I think he's scum and I didn't like his manga in the first place.
2: I can agree with that. Yeah. She has a final thought. Yep. And I would have to agree with it. You are definitely scum if you do that. But, <laughs> yeah, you're, you're maybe but I mean, scum though. You lot. are garbage. This is yeah. just my
0: humble opinion. I know Samurai X did Pioneer. and It's called Samurai X in America. People don't knock me for that. Uh I never really liked that series. I didn't really grow up with it. I do agree that it did Pioneer the genre, the samurai genre, the pretty boy samurai, because that's mm. who he is. But I just never really got into it and never really watched it. But what I do watch Mm. is some new stuff and some older stuff. So new stuff. Yeah. Now, at this point in the podcast, I really like to go into something called what are we watching and where I bring on guests and we talk about what we're watching currently, whether it be new or old or repeats. And there's a lot, a lot of stuff that I'm personally watching, which will be discussed on another podcast for the spring season, But I would like to talk to these boys, these rowdy boys, on what they're currently watching. Or maybe something that you guys are repeating?
2: Well, I'm, you know, constantly waiting for new chapters of Berserk. uh, New chapters of Attack on Titan, Tokyo Ghoul. uh, You know, the, the main, like a mainstream one. You know, I'm a little bit of a fanboy for you know certain mangas certain certain anime
0: well we but... all have our 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 fanned things
2: yeah. i mean they're they have a fo- they have such a following because they're good you know full metal alchemist brotherhood i'm rewatching it again for the third oh, time oh
0: god we actually just rewatched that i hadn't seen brotherhood or any fma uh, probably in the past like 10 years i watched it when it originally ran and then i stopped and then we decided to just watch it one day because they put it back up on Netflix, and yep. I think I binged it in like a week. It was oh, yeah. so good. I don't I, remember I it being three parts so good. in Five
2: days, like I, I consistently watched it, and I would, and I'm hooked. And then other things came up, and of course,
1: I wasn't able to finish it right away. But
0: oh no, I still
1: plan on finishing it. Of course, how it,
0: dare you? It's
1: so good. Full Metal Alchemist is like the equivalent of your favorite like childhood adventure game. That you'd
0: oh that's that a yeah, really good way. Of it,
1: it has so too. much replay value. Yeah, it definitely has a lot of replay value. Like I,
2: I've seen it three times. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I'm on my fourth time. You know, watching it through, and every single time I pick something up new, and I think it's just great because it's you know, it's two boys who have gone through something completely horrible, and it never lets it. They never let it keep them down. You know, yeah. and they, you know, they meet new people along the way. The characters are so unique. Alex Louise Armstrong, amazing character. Favorite
0: character. You know. It, Alex and Olivier. There,
2: There's nothing that you can, I don't think that anybody who's ever actually watched it and appreciated it has very, if any, bad things to say about Full Fullmetal Alchemist.
0: You know, I have a few to say about the original. Well, yeah. Well,
1: the original was still being produced while the manga was think being Think about written. the... T- Think about the time that that came out too. Like that right. wasn't a good time for anime. No, here's in the thing.
0: So I agree with you wholeheartedly about that. FMA definitely tipped the scale. Yeah. When it came to anime Something series, new. it was. Now I was y- pretty young when the series came out, and I don't really remember. Like I didn't keep up with seasons like I do now. Of and course, because you
2: just you just didn't. you just
0: watched it, and I remember watching it on. Toonami mm-hmm. and every Saturday and I just remember it just was such a deep and heavy and good show and then that ended Conquer Shambhala came out didn't <laughs> like that that much but then it was announced that something called Brotherhood was coming out where it was following the manga and this time I was a little bit older I was in high school and I was a little bit more woke as the kids say and I I, (laughs) I'm getting, I'm getting (laughs) weird looks over here. (laughs) Uh, I just remember it being good. And then as an adult, like a full fledged, big adult, big person. I'm a big person now.
2: I'm a big boy now. (laughs) I'm a big boy now.
0: Um, I remember it being good, watching it now. I was able to appreciate it a lot more and yeah. finally I understand why everybody was so obsessed with it because I was that person saying, Oh, it's a mainstream anime, everybody likes this. I was that person when I was younger, but now I fully realize, no, this is why it is so popular.
2: And I and you know on the, the topic of the mainstream. I don't have a problem with you know, I, I actually embrace it. I love a lot of things that are mainstream because mm. they're mainstream for a reason right they they are definitely mainstream for a reason mm-hmm. and i i would have to say that full metal alchemist as much as it's been watched by people all over the world it's still probably one of my favorites it it's just downright mm. good yeah it's incredible it, the it's music's great. great character design is great the story is absolutely amazing i
0: i would also like to point out that the music in brotherhood is so great. All the intros and closings are great. Yeah. And there's one song, it's the clo- it's the last season or last part opening song. And I remember mm. when all the souls go back into the bodies it's like the last part, right? Yeah, yeah, and then the baby starts crying, and then you hear the song. And it's just like goosebumps trailing. And
2: no, I like I'm getting goosebumps remembering what when when we when I first saw that opening. I was excited because, um, it it was it was a very emotional opening, just like the first one of like the the first opening of part one. It did leave a tone, like it it led a tone, you know, into the. Into the, you know, the obvious show, but it it continued back all the way through to the to the ending part. The I think the openings and the endings were very good.
0: So, Full Metal Alchemist is great. We all absolutely love this. I love Olivia and Alex. They're so extra, and I absolutely love them. Uh, I know that I don't know. We we've talked about this, Jason and I. Do you have like a favorite? Character or part or anything?
1: In full metal? Yeah. That's a tough one. Uh probably one. Alphonse. Yeah. I think
0: He's such a good he, boy.
1: He he went through the most. Oh, definitely. Losing he went, his entire body. He went yeah. through the most and he it was it like if the roles were reversed with him and his brother, I think it would have been a completely different scenario, um, but they both just sacrifice so much for each other, and um, yeah, I'd, I would just have to say Alphonse. Alphonse.
0: Yeah, I would... I
1: would.
2: Alex and Alphonse definitely, because Alphonse is definitely the rock in the relationship. He's the one that keeps Ed steady. Yeah. It, you know, he's the one that keeps him on the path, so uh, I would have to agree. It, it's probably a tie between Alex and Alphonse.
0: Well, I definitely have the the least popular opinion. I'd have Barring. to say Hohenheim. Hohenheim? Hohenheim. Uh, great choice. Simply because yeah. the whole time you think their dad is a deadbeat, no good father when yeah. in turn he is living with however many souls inside of his body, communicating mm-hmm. with them constantly and trying to figure out a way to defeat father Mm-hmm. I mean, he could have been in communication with his family a little bit more. But the thing is, Trish knew the whole time.
1: Oh yeah, that's, that's what's why she was so, so accepting
0: tragic. It. Yeah. It, it just oh, it's so good. And then that ending where they're fighting, like the last part where they're fighting, and Hohenheim just busts out his superpowers and his alchemy is amazing. And then finally, in the end, he's uh, he dies on Trish's grave, and it's really heartbreaking. Yeah. Uh,
2: that that was pretty heavy, mm-hmm. you know, because he was made into a, he was a living philosopher stuff mm-hmm. by the, um, by father. Father. No, no, no. It,
0: the dwarf in the flask. Yeah. The
2: the dwarf in the flask. Yeah. He didn't have an original name, so they just called him the dwarf in the flask. And then they sacrificed the entire city of Xerxes and made Hohenheim into a living philosopher's stone. And he has to live with people that he knew and loved and everything.
1: Spoiler alert.
2: Yeah, <laughs> spoiler alert. Oh,
0: please. <laughs> if you're listening to this and you haven't Seen watched full metal. full metal Alchemist, then you need to just...
2: Stop and watch it. Yeah. <laughs> Stop and watch it.
0: So stopping and watching, I guess, on the topic of that, there there's a, there's a series called Tokyo Ghoul. Have you guys heard of that? Yes. Okay.
1: Yes. What is Tokyo Ghoul? <laughs>
0: What is Tokyo Cruel? Tokyo Cruel. Which, seri- which is the series. It's it's cruel. It is cruel. Uh, yeah. We talked about spring anime earlier, and the new season of Tokyo Ghoul, which is the Tokyo Ghoul Re, which is based off of the Tokyo Ghoul Re manga, has premiered this season. And spoiler alert, everybody, it's really not that great. They, uh, they take away from what Re was. And if you watched season two of the original Tokyo Ghoul series, you know that it was very very subpar it's not good <laughs> they change the story completely the there's certain characters that die that don't die that are completely uh um, important they're important and they come back in the manga and it just was a it was a fucking mess and i absolutely hate it. <laughs> Season 1 was good, which is why we all had our high hopes and i think that the series got too big for their britches and they just went along with whatever I think the
2: animators got too
0: big. Right. For their well the the tricky part is that the creator Ishida, mm-hmm. he approved everything.
1: Yeah, he did. So am, am i the only one who found the english dub atrocious?
2: Wait, i think so cuz uh, i i, I actually really enjoyed it. I've seen it in both Japanese and on the English dub, and I actually really did enjoy the English dub. I thought it was pretty well done.
0: I'm not a fan of the dub. I'm also not... I also don't tell people to F off if they like dubs.
1: Yeah. Except if you
0: you watch the Attack on Titan dub, then you're just a horrible person.
1: (laughs) Uh, You just agree to disagree. I've seen both. I've seen both.
0: Tokyo Ghoul, the new season, Tokyo Ghoul Re, it follows the story of Heisei, who, again, spoiler alert, it's Kaneki, which if you have, (laughs) here's the thing, no, here's the thing, I have to just, I have to say this right now, in the manga, we were led to believe that, okay, this person looks exactly like Kaneki, but Kaneki supposedly died in the manga, and we had no idea it was Kaneki until... However many chapters it was. Well, oh, almost a 100, right?
2: It was like 70s or 80s when yeah. I mean, he fully got his memory back. Yeah, it was in 70s or 80s. In episode in
0: episode 1, anime fans already know it's Koniki.
2: No. You didn't even have to you didn't even have to watch. You know, you don't have to watch it or anything if you've read it.
0: Right. Well, that's yeah, what I'm that saying last though. last
2: chapter of the original where it's uh it's just called uh Ken Connicky I believe. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And the very last thing, uh, it's Akira at her father's grave. Yep. And Heisei walks up and introduces himself.
0: Right. Right. But again, this is for anime-only watchers, right? Right. So, season two ended with Kaneki carrying Hidei's dead body, which... Towards Arima. ...was horrible. Yeah. And then... That's how it ends. It ends like Arima Koniki fighting whatever. Tokyo Ghoul Re it's They're like i not sure it fight though. No, no fight. They just showed them staring at each other. Yeah. <sighs> Painful. <laughs> it, it, was bad. it makes
2: me it makes me like facepalm like thinking cuz of how I knew it ended in the manga, how the, you know the original Tokyo Ghoul before restarted. Watching the fight between Kaneki and Arima. I think that was actually like
0: it was Almost, so good.
2: It was so good. Like, and they
0: didn't animate it.
2: And he showed mercy to Kaneki. Yeah. You know, the, he's, the, he's the Grim Reaper of the CCG. Mm-hmm. And he showed him mercy, so... He's
0: a daddy now.
2: <laughs>
0: well, he ain't a daddy
2: no more. Daddy Arima,
0: no. He's, Spoilers. He is a no more.
2: Yeah, he is no more. Arima is gone.
0: Well... Back on the the anime though, Toka looks completely different. In the manga she's very soft and pretty and I actually like it. Very like she's beautiful. Yeah. And in the anime, don't get me wrong, she's still drawn beautifully, but she's sharp. Like her sharp, hair is yeah. her hair is straight, it's a different color, it's a sh- their sharp features versus her more softer uh feminine side in the manga and I really enjoyed that. And that's when he say Looked at her and just started crying because he knew he, he he didn't know who she was at the time. He just started no, crying, he, saying
2: he subconsciously knew,
0: right? But was. Kaneki knew, yeah. He say didn't know that's that's the point I'm trying to get at. But I just think that they needed to just stop doing Tokyo Ghoul anime, they're not good at it. It's it's just not good. And I think it's it could be the studio, I think it's like studio. Periot Periot uh, okay Perriot. yeah so studio periot needs to just stop doing it it's not good and i know there's like those super loyal Tokyo Ghoul fans or like they can do no wrong as long as we're getting Tokyo Ghoul content i'm fine with it like
2: that, but, that yeah that, like that, that, that she first, looks yeah
0: yeah she looks so pretty and so soft like i showed you that mm-hmm. remember
2: that was her first appearance in re
0: and then if you look at toka in so. the anime she's,
2: she's does different. she still have the same hairstyle no Okay, I'm glad I haven't watched it because she's specific it's an important part in the manga mm-hmm. when she changes her hair back to the original one. It it's
0: important. It's the same hairstyle in See, this is how it looks in the the original anime. Uh,
2: see, it looks like it flows.
0: Oh no, there it is. That's the original. Wait, wait. That's that was, what they did for Yeah, the, that was for the anime. Right, and that the one I showed you was a fan one.
2: Hers is blue. Her hair is blue. In the So
0: basically they took...
1: Matoko would it.
0: Basi- they just gave her the same hairstyle. They just cut it shorter. Like that's how she looks. <sighs> Which it's like it's I said, it's sharp and dark. It's not pastel and soft. Yeah. Not a fan. Yeah, no, it been I, better
1: I wasn't a fan of that. It'd have been better if they kept it like the original appearance because it adds a contrast to that show. Mm-hmm. There's enough dark shit.
2: It's a tragedy. Like in the first chapter of Tokyo Ghoul, it says, "My life is a tragedy." Of course, it might... if my story were.
0: But uh, I mean, Ishida has said that it's going to end on a happy note, so it's going to be good. Um, I don't. What's happy for him? I will not trust him.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I will not trust him on that. I, from what I've read up to what one sixty
0: seven, I don't know. It doesn't
2: seem. It doesn't seem like it's even getting any easier. Like the only, I mean. I do think that the 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 love scene between Kaneki and Tōka was actually done very tastefully.
0: It was done very tastefully, and it was done really well. Now, I'm kind of one of those f- watchers where I'm not a huge fan of straight couples in anime because they're very tropey and they're just oversaturated and done terribly. With the exception of of some like Haruhi and Tamaki from Oron yeah. and uh, the My Love Story couple. Like, there's a there's a bunch, but. The way this is done, I I like it, and I don't like it at the same time, because it's still very trippy. Like, Toka, she's like, oh, suddenly I'm so shy, and I'm dairy. I don't know what I'm doing. Kaneki is so goddamn depressed. He'll literally take (laughs) take any comfort where he can get it, and he actually said that. Mm -hmm. So when Ishida drew that scene and when the chapter came out, Ishida actually received death threats from fans because they wanted to see their gay ship... Go. Like well, Hide and Kaneki. Hold on. Wants that Hold on. I'm not done. <laughs> I'm not done. What I'm trying to get at is you can't knock an author and you can't certainly send them death threats for something where you as a fan have no control over. This is their story. It was always supposed to be Token Koniki. We know this. And it's the same bullshit that happened when uh Hideka Ono received death threats for Evangelion, for the end of Evangelion. So much so that they ended up making movies and changing the ending. We were talking earlier about how dedicated Japanese fans are. That's just part of it. It's you know, scary.
2: And that was the thing, too, is, like, they've shown that Toka had, you know, after Kaneki went off to, like, join Algiri, and, you know, it, in the anime, he didn't actually join the tree Mm -hmm. it you know he just took certain members and then you know was working with them yep you know on the side but in the anime they showed him working with the tree yep and when he left toka was sad you know he he, because he chose to leave her there and then two years goes by he doesn't remember you know and I, i think it did actually like her seeing him again you know it made feelings blossom and then when he got his memory back and you know all that and then they ended up you know having sex
0: having then, a baby and then got
2: married the next fucking day yeah like
0: well and that's what i that's why shotgun
1: I, wedding yeah it that's, was a shotgun wedding that's
0: why i'm over here where i don't like their like romantic relationship because again toko likes or loves him and just wants to be with him which is great but like I've never saw that relationship or that chemistry reading it except for maybe you know Kaneki like oh she's cute when he first saw her but then Kaneki, uh, again wanted comfort and
2: I also think that Toka reminds him of his mother because his mother beat him yeah you know and then she left him alone because she worked too hard and took care of his sister mm-hmm. and I think that sundere uh, that he saw in Toka reminded him of his mother, and he missed her. So, I think it was kind of like a a matron complex. You know, if you want to, mm. you want to consider that. Like, I think that's what drew him to Toka.
0: I just want Kaneki and Hide bromance. I, mean, you I love their relationship. Want that. No. <laughs>
1: You possessive
0: Konaki. Weed. No. <laughs> no. has said that he's so lonely without Hide. He mm-hmm. said that. Hide loves Kaneki, whether that's platonic or romantic, doesn't matter. It's still love. It's great. Mm-hmm. I, I like their. I like the relationship between them. It doesn't have to be romantic. Oh, well, they definitely have a
2: chemistry. Yeah, that's it doesn't have sure. to be they romantic. Complete, but they complete
1: one
0: another. I mean, think about it this way. I showed you Hide's face, right? How it's like contrast with like the mask. Yeah. yeah. It's it's right here that's where he was originally bitten was Mm -hmm. right here so either what brennan said earlier was like a while ago not earlier in this podcast but if hide you know was close enough to kaneki's face they were hugging they had their foreheads touching and then kaneki just lost it lost it and ripped his face off or he was full-blown cocked if you read the 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 Dojins and the fan fictions—they were kissing in the sewers, and then that's when Kaneki bit his face off.
1: They're probably just having some rough tummy stick wars.
0: Not in the sewer. Tummy
1: sticks. Not in the sewer. That's Ugh. icky.
0: That's Jason's code for. I know. Sex. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but I I do have to think, especially with that scene. I I think it was because. Hide confronted him, and he knew exactly who he was. He knew he was Kaneki. Yeah. And oh, yeah. And he was so accepting of him, and I think that Kaneki just lost his freaking mind. Yeah. You know, and, you know, maybe they did kiss. I, I don't know. It doesn't show it, but Keith. you never see, you don't see Hide until late in Re. Oh,
0: know? way late. Well,
2: well, he's the scarecrow, and then until, um, remember when he revealed the sign? Mm-hmm. Where I'm like, I'm Hideyoshi. Yep. You know, that part was, it was such a trip to me. Cause I figured it was him the entire time, but like knowing that was really cool. That, that was actually pretty exciting.
0: That My beautiful review. ball of sunshine.
2: He is a ball of sunshine. I
0: love him. And then he turned into that.
1: <laughs> oh, man, yeah. they
0: <sighs> Look at the buddies. I love them. Yeah. yeah. So Hide's face, right?
1: He's a very happy boy.
0: He's such a oh, good he's boy. Very, and he's and then, still happy.
2: He is smiling there. I know. And I thought that was great.
0: He's a good boy.
2: I think Kaneki feel... I think that's the worst thing Kaneki's ever done. And I think that's the most... Oh, yeah. Thing. Do you think it eats him
1: inside? Oh, yeah. Well,
0: definitely. here's... Okay, so I have an issue with that. Because once Hide told Kaneki what he did... Mm-hmm. he Kaneki just, like he just shut down, shut down. like yeah. oh fuck <laughs> what do i do but then it was resolved uh, yeah like, and oh. that's the thing is
2: like he said he was like i'll do anything for him because i love him
0: mm-hmm. you
2: know i i thought that was really cool because he doesn't hold a grudge against him no. at all he just i mean it's his best friend so and there's no grudge i mean he fucking mutilated him and he still does everything he can to help him so right. I think that is definitely the bromance of is almost like the ultimate bromance.
0: Such a bromance, and maybe more. But segueing back, Tokyo Ghoul re anime, which is currently airing um, on Funimation and I believe Crunchyroll. I don't like it. I'm not a fan of it. I watched the first two episodes. Now, the the crew, the Hisei crew.
2: Oh, the the. The Kinks? Y- yes. Yeah. The
0: other crew, like, they're great. Like, mm-hmm. Yori or whoever. Like, I like them, but still not enough for me to watch the show. I have read it, but...
2: I like that color palette that they chose specifically. It was more of, like, a pastel mm-hmm. for all, each or one of their hair types. Mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty cool. I Because yeah. I, it, it was true to the manga. It was true to the source material. So, I, I, I did actually like that.
0: Hey, but Jason.
1: There's a lot of changes.
0: Yes. What are you watching?
1: Uh, I'm currently not watching anything. I'm waiting.
0: Then why are you here?
1: Because I really want to watch a new season of One Punch Man.
0: Oh. So this whole superhero thing, this whole superhero genre, where we've talked about this actually quite a bit, you and I just personally. We talked about Tiger and Bunny, for example. That, I feel like Tiger and Bunny was... It came out six years ago. Yeah. That was the start of the superhero genre coming back and being a big thing. And then things like One Punch Man came out three years ago. And then My Hero Academia came out and has just been Mm -hmm. sweeping the scene. And we have the talks of One Punch Man season two and then Tiger and Bunny season two coming back finally.
1: Yeah. I think they're long overdue for a new Tiger and Bunny Mm -hmm. Uh, show. So good. When was the final airing? Six years ago?
0: Six years ago. Wow. Yeah. It's still, according to NHK, I believe, there was a poll that was taken on one of the TV sh- TV networks, and Tiger and Bunny, the Tiger and Bunny season and the Tiger and Bunny movie were the number one and two animes of Japan.
1: It's crazy. Which is insane. Yeah. You want to talk about characters that have been shipped beyond belief?
0: Oh, it's the number one ship still. Like, it's uh, crazy. These are characters that...
1: So funny. Need
0: to be romantically involved. Like, it's there. It's there. You have to admit it's but there. But he's got
1: a daughter. So. He's got a daughter. That he made himself. Bisexuals exactly. Bisexual? Oh, yeah. It could be a switch hitter. Yeah. It mm-hmm. could be a, a switch, switch
0: Bisexual. Yeah. Bisexual. That's a term
1: I've never heard for it. you never heard switch hitter? <laughs> no. <laughs> you pick or choose which one you want. No. It's
0: bisexual. Yeah. We're gonna stick thing. with. We're going to stick with that. Um, but One Punch Man. Yeah. You're waiting for One Punch Man season two? Yes. Anything else? Is that it?
1: Oh, I just finished watching... Um, Oh goodness. I can't think of the name. <laughs> FMA? No. You guys just finished it. I just finished watching Children of Wales.
0: Okay. Oh yeah, we've been talk we've been watching a lot of Netflix anime.
1: It's good anime. Yeah. Most it is of good. it is.
0: It is. And I really want to do a series or just like one show about the Netflix anime that have come out, but Children of Wales is really good. You actually showed that one to me.
1: It was definitely not what I expected. No, going no into wasn't. that show, I was like, uh, I don't think I'm gonna this get seems through this. It is, you know, I like the fantasy theme. It had very big nods to, and like an, almost an homage to Nausicaa. Mm-hmm. and so it has, it has a, a Studio Ghibli feel. Uh, the The artwork's amazing, but. It gets dark really really fast. Second episode. Yeah, you just don't expect it. First episode you're like, "Ah, eh, this looks sappy." Oh, this sappy. is going to be in a
2: journey. Yeah, you know, it's po- going to be a post-apocalyptic
1: cute. Apocalyptic journey. And there's nothing cute about the show. No. It's rough. No, I mean, it's it, it 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 brings you very low. Yeah. I think it was emotionally my, devastating.
0: I think my favorite aspect, you mentioning the post-apocalyptic that it has that feel, but it's not post-apocalyptic at all. Right. There are still so many countries and so many did you burp? No. Did you burp? I did not. It fucking stinks in here. I'm sorry. It was you, wasn't it? It was me. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot what I was saying. Oh, <laughs> it kind of reminded me a little bit of Final Fantasy 15 with the yeah. the technology, sure. but it's still very fantasy-like.
2: Right. Almost, I, almost a steampunk.
0: Steampunk oh, fantasy yeah, medieval. Like a,
2: go- like a gothic, uh, like a futuristic gothic theme yeah. to it, like Final Fantasy 15.
0: Yeah. yeah. And the whole setting of the Mud Whale reminded me very much of uh, Legend of Zelda, the Skyward Sword, where they were yeah. isolated. Yeah. Instead of being surrounded by sky, they are surrounded by sand.
1: Yeah.
0: I enjoyed that one.
1: The sand. The sky. The sadness. Oh.
0: Hashtag These are the of days Wales.
1: of our lives. <laughs> okay. As the Children of Whales. Okay. I, like, Great I show. I haven't finished it yet. But... I give it I give it like 4 out of 5 Yeah. On a rating.
0: 4 out of 5.
1: What's your what's your rating skill? What were they what what did we call it? Milk boxes? Yeah, it's 4 out of 5 cartons for sure. 4
0: out of 5 cartons.
1: Yeah. It's a good anime.
2: Yeah, I would definitely from from the 3
0: episodes I've seen,
2: I will definitely enjoy it. Like
0: You've only seen 3 episodes. Well,
2: I and we we're talking. Like about I'm it. saying I you know, I'm
0: Yeah, I don't want to spoil anything, Yeah, I'm
2: watching, like, a bunch of different
1: ones. I like the idea of watching... I feel like there's two ways to watch a lot of anime. You either burn through a season of a show all at once, or you set up a playlist of, like, three or four animes, and you watch one episode of each.
0: That's what I like to do during... Keeps it interesting. Right, during, like, the different seasons. Like, obviously, we have the... Netflix anime where you can just binge the entire series or season. Then you have the seasons and series that come out during the season. So spring, winter, fall, summer. Yeah, that's there. So you get yourself a Crunchyroll account or Funimation account or HRV or VRV or whatever the hell it is now. There's so many. And like Jason said, you just get four or five episodes or four or five series of something and you just have like your day of anime or... There's something coming out every day. You can literally watch something every single day and you won't get bored. And I really like that. I really like how we have this technology literally at our fingertips or the anime is readily for us. Same with manga. There's so many, like Crunchyroll serializes a bunch of stuff, uh, Fizz Media, all of these different companies. Yeah. And being a young anime fan, (laughs) we didn't have that. I remember you... Jason had Neon Genesis, the different DVDs. Yeah, and it had like two episodes each.
1: Yeah, that's on each right. DVD, yeah, it's like two or three a, a piece. And yeah, I mean, maybe that was more or less because it was a a way to sell things, a tactic, a marketing tactic uh, to make people have to collect more.
0: Or maybe it was because DVDs didn't hold that much back then. Could, Could it, be it be that? that?
1: As well, uh, I don't know. You know Were they I mean? HD
0: DVDs? No, no, they were,
1: like, OG. OG.
0: Or it could also be because dubbing took a lot longer back in the mm. day if it was a dub. Yeah, that's very possible. And they were trying to get everything out as much as possible. Like, Funimation, yeah. some t- like they used to actually release things in parts. And they mm-hmm. might still do that. So it's, like, season one, part one. So, one, like, episode one through 13. And then season one, part two, episode, like, 14 through 26.
1: I'm surprised the DVD market hasn't... Um, I mean, it seems like... Obviously, the sales of DVDs are in a decline. Yeah, but it's that online streaming that's taking over. But because of that, you almost would think that the price for DVDs would also drop to entice people to buy them. Right. But, you know, I notice a lot of times with newer animes, if they do come out on DVD, they're really expensive. Yeah. Yeah. Like atrociously expensive. I think it's because they know
2: that people will... Just like manga... You know, you there's many different sites that you can read manga online. Yeah. But there is something different about owning the official volume. Oh, absolutely. And I think it you know, that transfers over to, you know, DVDs and, you know, box sets for it, anime. It, it leads back to it leads back to that.
0: Well, here's also the thing. Blu-rays and DVDs are atrociously expensive in Japan. Mm-hmm. Like when I was following Yuri on Ice, which I still am following Yuri on Ice, but when the, when the episodes don't shake your head at <laughs> me, you guys, uh, when the episodes are coming out, they wanted to get them out as fast as possible. And they would come out, I think in was a uh, two or three episode intervals. Mm-hmm. I think it was two for Blu-ray of two episodes. It was like $70.
2: That's insane. I, I right. don't
0: think
1: that could ever happen for all, in right.
0: the U.S. For all of them, if you want the whole collection, I believe it was like $350 for you know, 13 episodes on Blu-ray.
1: Well, I, that's one of those things that goes back to the, the society in Japan and their obsession of collecting things. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that, that they know that the demand will always be there, so there really isn't a big fear. Um, but I think there's more fear of the distribution of dvds and hard copies of things in the united states market i don't think that people buy and collect things here quite as
2: much i mean i'm still definitely one person to appreciate a hard copy oh absolutely i games you know uh any type of media i prefer a you know a a real virtual co- or not a yeah. virtual copy it's kind a of physical copy yeah, yeah
0: it's it's collecting and that's why i have that limited edition Uran ice shatterfoil box set that <laughs> i got and other merch from japan but i still would never pay 350 dollars for a blu-ray box set that one right there costs i think like 60 bucks which this... is which is decent for a limited edition. We've got the art book. We've got the buttons you, and all You
1: that do, stuff. you do. <laughs> huh? I I don't <laughs> think um, to this day I don't think I've ever seen a human being spend so much time in a small space in a retail store than you going to the Yurian Ice section in Shibuya.
0: Okay, was it the Yurian Ice section or was it the One Piece section?
1: The Yurian Ice section. Was I longer there? Oh yeah. One Piece was like an hour. I fell asleep on a on bench. A, uh, oh, yeah, Jason. Jay- we went to the bench. One
0: Piece store, the Mugiwata store. Yeah. And it was like a temporary store because they were remodeling the other building. Yeah. So he took me there. And by the way, that was on my bucket list, was to be in Japan during the One Piece 20th anniversary. And I was. An and hour. I got a bunch of, like, really cool stuff. But Jason fell asleep on a bench. So really, <laughs> I spent a lot more time you in the Yuri on Ice section. You
1: spent over an hour looking at the Urani stuff, because I was in the store with you for about 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. And thankfully, for my own sanity, next door a was a music store. Oh. So I got to go play with instruments and, and mess around with some gear until Charlotte's um, had fulfilled her needs.
0: I meticulously looked at every single piece of merch. And to be quite honest, I regret not getting more. Because that's stuff you can't get at all i did get a couple of pieces though where you can't get anymore and i have my uh ita bag over there but i remember buying the stuff and then the woman who's running the register just started giving me things and i'm like i don't know what's happening i'll take and it, then though. she basically she showed me like a a sign that said for however much money you spend on uran ice stuff you get a yuri on ice like limited edition thing I had enough to get three.
1: You unlocked Pandora's box there. of Three. I
0: got everything. I was like, oh, shit. You
1: you easily spent over $100 on merch there.
0: I spent $175 on Vera and Ice merch. (laughs) You know what, though? That's not nothing compared to some of these oh. people that I see on Twitter. That girl on Twitter I showed you with, like, the walls, she literally has every single piece of Yeran Ice merch.
1: Last year was the first she time. She also runs a merch store, though. Oh, okay. Was it last year or two years ago? I was introduced to what an Ita bag was. It was last year. And, uh, boy, yeah. There's a lot of stuff you could fit in that bag. Them girls go hard. Yeah. They go hard. Uh, it's awesome though. I, I love to see the level of fandom because you don't see, I mean, you see it here, but you I, don't see it in other genres so much.
0: I love the idea of an ITA bag because here you have this backpack, it's functional, but at the same time, it has that clear portion where you can show off your stuff. Yeah. Normally you're like, Oh, come over and see my collection. No, here's my collection on my back.
1: It's like, I love it. It's like little weeb hoarders running around. Look at all my shiny trinkets! I buy it at a high price. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm guilty. I no. actually want to make another ETA bag.
2: Well, you pay for you know you pay for what you like. I yeah. mean, you, you if get you what enjoy you enjoy for that much. It. Yeah, yeah, you definitely get what you pay for. Mm-hmm. I mean, and then you get to show it off daily yeah. if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. You no, know? so I, I I I agree with it. I don't agree with all the money, but. <laughs>
0: I certainly agree with it, too. I'm sure Jason agrees with it. After all, he bought me some of the stuff. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Well, guys, thank you so much for listening to the new Anime Alley. I want to thank Jason and Brennan for joining me here today. And as much as I really enjoy fangirling with you two, we do have to let go today.
1: Wah, wah, wah. no
0: don't do that <laughs> be sure to visit animeushi.com for daily posts reviews and articles uh, and opinion pieces and be sure to check out the podcast section at the top of the website to listen to any of our previous shows thank you guys so much for listening have a good night do it in the butt for love